Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Free Parking. That's F R E E. Once again, I remain your host, Gustavo Julin, for Hawk Radio. On this show specifically, uh, I talk about a variety of topics, whatever I want to talk about uh, that week, basically. But uh, it's not just a, a random sea of events that you're hopelessly swimming through or attempting to swim through. Uh, there's, it's always going to be tied together by one cohesive theme that you'll usually see in the title of the episode. Uh, so you've probably guessed, but uh, today's theme is money, money, money must be funny in the rich man's world. Just came up with that one off the fly. But yeah, we'll be talking about money. So I'm going to talk about stocks. And then um, then after that, uh, we're going to be joined by a friend of the show, Nick, who was on the live radio show. He'll be with us later uh, to talk about uh, you know, box office at the movies, um, and 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 how successful or unsuccessful that is uh, in general. But yeah, hope you stick around. Thank you for for listening. Uh, me, I I get very anxious about money. I recently made not not a massive purchase, uh, but it was it was around sixty dollars for something that I really wanted. It was a little treat for myself. I had saved up for it. Um, it was $60 for <laughs> for a, uh, a comic book subscription service. <laughs> um, and uh, yes, so I, I've been saving up for it since I went back to work, I think in July. Uh, no, no, way back actually. We, we came, I went back to work after lockdown in June. So since then, around then, I've been saving up, just putting like a couple $5 aside every paycheck. And then finally today, I was comfortable. Not today, but this week, rather, sorry. I was comfortable enough to make that purchase. Um, but still, any purchase over $30 just fills me with dread. Um, it's, it's very... Uh, What's the right word for it? Anxious. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. But it's very, um, it's, it's tough for me to part with that money and accept it, especially when it's something that isn't needed. Um, I do buy comics every week. And and I did math. And, and getting this now was, was way cheaper than actually paying like $10 every week or so uh, in the long run. That is, it, it was a, a good investment to, to pay for $60 for a year rather than $10 every week. Uh, obviously, you can do the math in your head right now. It's like, oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. Um, but it's the idea of, of parting with that much money in one go, just pushing it all aside. I, I don't know if I could even buy like a, a game console, especially the PlayStation 5. Uh, I haven't really looked up in, on it that much because I'm not really a, a gamer. But... Um, when it was announced, the rumored price was like $800. I cannot imagine just being like, yep, $800 in one go for a video game console. And then you're, you're spending $60 every month or so for, for another game, uh, maybe even more. Uh, it's, it's too expensive. A lot of hobbies are just so expensive when you really look at them, um, comics included. Although I think comics are, are cheaper than video games, but even just going to the movies nowadays. I mean, not not now nowadays, as we'll get into later. But it's um, it would be expensive to go constantly to the movies. I think um, when it costs like I mean, maybe now they've lowered prices. I should really look into that for uh, for our our segment. Don't go to the movies, which will be towards the end of the show uh, with Nick as well. Um, but yeah, before we get more into the show and more into money, uh, this episode, which is being recorded September 4th, 
uh, it's being released on Labor Day, which uh, is important to acknowledge. Uh, the, the most important thing to acknowledge, actually, is the fact that every year since I was 17 or so, so since 2017, uh, Labor Day has been on a Monday. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Let me back up. Labor Day has been on the Monday, in the, the first Monday in September every year since 1894. But since 2017, I have had Mondays off. That's when I graduated from high school. And that's when all my college classes were on, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. Or I had work, but I would call Mondays off just so I had a day off for me. So Labor Day has always just been another day for me, um, including this year, this this uh, this month, Labor Day. I will have the day off from work, even though that uh, where I work, um, Labor Day isn't a holiday for people to take off. Where I work is still open on Monday. But uh, I thought it was interesting to, to look into it and explore about it since it's not really part of my life. Uh, so Labor Day is a national holiday that uh, recognizes the working people uh, since 1894, although it started before that, it was made legal uh, across the nation, nationwide, as they would say, in 1894. Uh, there's a lot of fun facts about Labor Day, but most of them aren't uh, that fun. They're actually kind of boring, uh, except this one. <laughs> Uh, which is that the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council says that between Memorial Day and Labor Day, Americans will eat 7 billion hot dogs. And Labor Day marks the uh, uh, unofficial end of hot dog season. I didn't do any more research into that. National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, 7 billion hot dogs eaten. I'm not looking up anything past that what, a, what an incredible thing national hot dog and sausage council if you want to find out more i encourage you to look into it but um i think that's incredible that such a thing even exists that has to be that's such an american thing to just go like yeah national hot dog and sausage council let's let's found that i want to meet the founders of that i hope it's been around for for decades if not a century or, or so and it's just been like, oh yeah, my granddad was the founder of the council, and now I'm, I'm on the board. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually had some hot dogs uh, the other day, so I, 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 oof, just just before the deadline, uh, I got to have a few before I went out of season. You know when your sausages get kind of, they're just kind of moldy. In the winter time, you go to the grocery store, you, you, grocery store, you pick up some sausages. You're like, oh, it's not not in season, no good. Um, but yes, back to Labor Day. Uh, I have Monday off, but that's just a complete coincidence. Uh, but if you do get the day off because of Labor Day, uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, kick back, stay home, don't go to any pool parties or whatever. Just stay home. Uh, you know, if you're going out to work still uh, during this time, like I, I am, uh, just take advantage of all the time you have to just stay home and not go outside. Uh, it's not the best idea, so don't don't do it. Speaking of money, the other day, uh, earlier this week actually, I was talking to some friends about stocks. I'll tell you why in a minute. And I think I finally understand how it all works. So I'm going to explain it uh, just off the cuff. This is the definitive definition of how stocks work. If you never understood it, uh, I'm your guy. I, I didn't really do research into this, but my friend who does know stocks told me I got it right. And that's that's all I really need in terms of, of approval. So the way stocks work is companies go, oh, we want some more money. Um, so they put their stuff on the stock market and they go, hey, Weird stock, and if you want some, come come have some. I mean, this is what the cost is. We're sending this cost. This is how much it costs. If you want some of it, if you want to share, and then so so I say, okay, well I'm starting free parking stock, and this the share the cost of a share is a hundred dollars, and then <laughs> uh, a couple people go, okay, sure I'll buy it. So they all buy a share at ten dollars. Um, and then from there, it's a bit tricky. 
because I think it goes up. I think the stock then goes up the more people buy it. That makes so much sense. Yes, yes, yes. So so, so the more people buy it, the more the stock's value goes up because it's like a hot commodity. So it keeps going up. That's that's the that's it going up the uh, the graph, and it will be like thirty dollars. Oh, uh, f a thousand people have bought it. Okay, no, now it's at now it's at a hundred twenty dollars. I don't know what what the original price I said was, but that's how it works. And then if something happens, like if I go if I go, oh yeah, free parking, uh, it's over. The show's ending. Well, everyone's gonna be like, oh man, this is gonna go down because it's not a hot property anymore. So they'll pull their stock out, and then it goes, and that's it falling down. The stock falls down again, and now it's worth like two dollars, twenty cents, ten cents, etc. That's that's the basic gist of it, I think. So it's a it's a it's a hot market, you know. The market's open from eight to eight, I think. It opens at eight for sure, uh, and then you know people are just all day just like trying to get their money, trying to figure out what's going on. You know, you can give your money to a stock guy and he'll be like i've got you i'm gonna get you the most money and you know wall street that's the capital of it all that's where it's all happening you gotta go to wall street if you really care about the money um but there are also other places for investing because i remember in ferris bueller's day off there is a scene where uh ferris and and his friends i think cam and sloan they all go to uh a, a Wall Street-like area, so that has to that Wall Street can't be the only Wall Street in the world. Um, there have to be multiple of the multiple Wall Streets in the world that are smaller, and it's probably all connected to the same thing. And there's also a thing called the Dow. So, make of that what you will. But the reason I am talking about investing in stocks is because uh, this week, this past week. Apple and Tesla, you've definitely heard of them. They both split their stocks, which means that investors get multiple shares for each individual share they already own. So the price of each share is reduced because there are more shares to have. So if I have one share, well, if I'm with Apple, if I have one share of Apple, now it's four. If I have one share with Tesla, now it's five. This means that there's way more money to be made at a cheaper price for every investor because it just costs way less to get in, to get involved. Uh, Apple and Tesla were actually trending on Twitter and, and people were talking about it, people who don't really look at stocks because everyone wants a little bit of money, a little bit of moolah. Uh, they want some cash. And um, yeah, uh, my friends are talking about it and I think they started investing. Uh, because it seemed like a good idea, and I, I've done research into it, and it sounds like uh, this 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 uh, this stock split, whatever you want to call it, uh, sounds like a very short term thing for investors. I'm recording this segment, uh, as I said earlier, on Friday the fourth of September, and yesterday, Thursday, Apple made history as they lost around 180 billion dollars in market value, which is the biggest loss for any company ever. Why? Uh, it, it there's a lot there's a lot of a lot of people report on it, but not a lot of explanations. The 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 closest one I found was that Goldman Sachs, which is an investment bank, said to not invest in Apple because their stock is unsustainable. Uh, that recommendation is probably what led people to start pulling their shares out of Apple and maybe Tesla too, because they also did the stock split. Uh, so when people saw Apple's stock drop because there were less shares because people started pulling out then they probably pulled their shares out too which made them uh more dominoes fall and more money to be lost um so maybe it's not the best idea i've heard that you can invest uh not even a full share but like part of a share uh, with the with cash app they have an investing thing i haven't really looked into that but if, if you're interested maybe check it out um but uh who cares about money? At the end of the day, uh, what matters is is, is uh, what you have around you and, and, and the value that you put in those things around you. And and, and your happiness is what matters. But, uh, I mean, money is important too. 
so yeah money is important um, and stocks are interesting but I don't think I have the heart to, to part with that much money and say hey stock market I'm gonna give you a hundred dollars and then I wake up the next morning uh, you know I always wake up late so the market will already be open I wake up the next morning and now I have fifty dollars and I just gotta wait till it's a hundred and one if it ever does get to a hundred and one or above that and I just don't think I have the the courage or the patience for that sort of thing but if you do then then look into it sure why not uh, make some money uh, you know check that out if you want so for this next segment uh, I talked to Nick as I mentioned earlier uh, about box office movies and compared them to the past years and, and talked about how successful or unsuccessful uh, 2020 movies are and, and where they might lead it's a very interesting topic for me uh, I guess it's becoming what the show is about but we're gonna be talking about different stuff next week and the week after that I promise it's not always gonna be about this but yeah I, I talked to Nick over zoom so if the audio is a little off put in um, I hope you get used to it uh, just for this episode and, and I'll try to work it out better uh, in, in future episodes if I do this again I will do this again um but yes uh here here is uh here's that and i'm back with nick hey nick hey everyone uh welcome welcome back to free parking Welcome you back to Free Parking. Not everyone else. They've been listening to it. Um, Just you now. Yeah. Nick, uh, you know, we both love movies. Yeah. We love them. The, their, uh, been... the film, cinema. I feel like we've been talking about movies for like over a decade. Yeah. So, I mean, we know our stuff for sure. Yeah, exactly. Experts. Even if we haven't really watched a, a lot from this year, we know what, what we're talking about. So that's that's what we're going to be talking about today. I uh, hope that's okay with you, Nick. Uh, yeah, um, I, I think I'll live. That's what's up. <laughs> so, Nick, I have here the... Uh, I have first the most successful movies of 2019. I wrote them down in a list. And you're going to tell me if you've seen these ones, all right? Uh, okay. Number five, Captain Marvel. In Captain Marvel. Number four, Spider-Man. I'm, I'm, I'm far away from my home. I'm far. And I'm, you remember that one? Yeah. All right. You saw it? Europe. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty good. Number three, Frozen 2. Yeah. You saw I it? I saw that one recently. Wow. I did not see it. But it's... That's good. Number Vastly two. superior to the original. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've heard about it. Number two, uh, The Lion King. The CGI Lion King. Yes, so, yes, the CGI one. Um, I saw it twice in theaters. <laughs> twice? Yeah. In theaters? Very about Lion King. You really liked it. Uh, you know what? It was, it was interesting. I'm pretty familiar with the plot. Yeah. But... Just seeing lions brawl. That was pretty interesting. You know they used that technology for Mandalorian. Yeah, they Did actually the screen in the back. Yeah, I watched it. I watched that the documentary about Mandalorian, and I didn't watch the Lion King, but I was like, yeah. I don't need to watch the Lion King now. I get it. <laughs> well, it's both John Favreau. Yeah, uh, and then number one, obviously Avengers. Everyone saw that. Everyone and and their mums. And their dads saw that one. And their brothers and their sisters, too. Uh, and just everyone. Everyone I know saw it. Did you see it, Nick? I, I did see it. That's, yeah. I mean, I figured. We but, saw, yeah. I remember when we saw um, the original, not the original. We saw Infinity War together. Yeah. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. 
Yeah, man. That was that was man, that was the worst not the worst, but that was one of the worst theaters I've ever had to like sit in because all the seats were like flat. It wasn't like going up diagonally, you know what I mean? Like a staircase. So you were watching the back of someone's head. Yeah. And not only that, but it was one of those feelers where they deliver food. So um, during this great moment where four arrives in Wakanda and everyone's like, oh, this is amazing. Some lady walks past me with like, like, um, like barbecue food just like to give it to someone. And it's like, what, what's going on here, man? Just ruin the whole experience. But um, Nick, 2020 is different, obviously. How many movies have you seen in the cinema this year, Nick? I haven't seen one. A single one? I don't think so. I think I've seen uh, like two or three, but very early in the year. Uh, two of them, one of them is on this next list, but I think the other two were Parasite and Little Women, uh, which are both good, but they're not on this list. This list is the top 10 list of 2020 movies, and it's a fun game, which might not be fun, but it is a game, and uh, I'm just going to give you these 10 movies in order of release, and then you're going to have to guess where it is on the top 10 ranking. And if you okay. guess it wrong, I really don't know what I'm going to say. I, I don't really know if we're just going to move on to the next one or if I'm just going to tell you where it is. But, you know, it's, it sure is something. All right, Nick. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> the first movie is The Gentleman. Uh, I, I wrote down one note. Uh, this is a Guy Ritchie movie with actually multiple guys on the poster. So that's, that's just, there's guy and guys plural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't know which one is the gentleman. Oh wait, no. I'm so. It's gentlemen plural. I just got it wrong. So my note made no sense. I was saying it's funny that it's called the gentleman, because there's multiple people, but it's gentlemen. So just ignore what I said. They're all gentle. Yeah. I mean, they're all very kind. I assume. All right, Nick. Uh, the the clock is racing. Uh, spot ten to one. Where do you think it lands? Ooh, okay. Um, I know that it's an action movie. That's about it. I don't think they're that gentle. I think they brawl. These mm-hmm. gentlemen. Yeah. So, uh, because not a fan of violence, we're gonna put it at ten of ten. All right. Well, well, that's wrong. Uh, I. <laughs> I, I guess I should tell you where it is. It's at number eight. So you were close. You were close one. It was a close one there. All right. <laughs> this next one came out early February, and it's called Doolittle with Robert Downey Jr. Uh, he talks to animals in it. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah, Brahmi Malik was in it. Really? I think so, yeah. They always do that. They always have celebrities voicing animals. I don't understand because, like, their target audience has to be, like, under 10, right? Yeah. And I don't know, like, an eight-year-old that's like, oh, mom, we got to go see this new movie. Rami Malek does one of the voices. I love him. <laughs> he was great in Mr. Robot. Yeah, right. Oh, man. I, I don't know. It's weird to me that Robert Downey Jr. is like, I'm done with Iron Man. I'm going to be Doolittle. I'm, I'm going to be Animal Man. And it costs like 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 200 million or something. That's that's not I'm just making I'm not making it up but I, I saw that in a, somewhere. I think most of that went to Rami Malek. Yeah, yeah, definitely Rami Malek. He was the most paid actor on on Doolittle for sure. More so than Doolittle himself. Yeah. I mean, he was like Iron Man, old news. I'm the James Bond guy now. You know? All right. We've come a long way from Night at the Museum too. Yo, I I just saw I rewatched Night at the Museum two the other day, uh, on the TV. Our power was out. Not not, not our our Wi-Fi. 
and I watched the, the, the parts of the second one. It's a good movie. Uh, great, great trilogy. Um, this, uh, so where do you think it goes? Uh, it can be number eight. Yep. Um, so I feel like, I don't know, there weren't a lot of kids movies released in theaters this year, but in the same token, Doolittle wasn't very well received. So I think I'm going to put it at number nine. Wrong. Oh, terrible. A fall from grace. Uh, it's number four. Wow. Uh, yeah, pretty crazy. An uh, exorbitant amount of money compared to The Gentleman. Yeah, right. It, it crushed The Gentleman. I should have had the, the numbers, but I just don't. <laughs> I don't have them. But uh, the next one is Bad Boys for Life. It's the third <laughs> Bad Boys. Will Smith is one of them. Uh, I saw Bad Boys 1. Di- didn't really like it. Uh, they Bad Boys 2? I didn't see Bad Boys 2. I heard it's better. I mean, it's in <laughs> Hot Fuzz. So that's all I know. But We're operating on the same playing field. Yeah, right. All right. Um, Bad Boys for Life. It's a Will Smith picture. Mm-hmm. That's one factor. Um, Martin Lawrence. Yep. Yep. Uh, back in the uh, on the silver screen. Hmm. It's an action movie. Um, I think it did fairly well. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna position it. Hmm, I'm thinking about some of the earlier releases this year. Wasn't really a big action flick. Uh, no Marvel movies as of uh, September. Yeah. So I think I'm going to place it uh, hesitantly at number one. Nick, number one. That's a very bold claim. But you're right. Bad Boys for Life is the number one movie of 2020. Got to clap it up for that one. Uh, it's uh, We can actually clap. Hang on. Let me put okay. my mic down. Just a just a great great job. They've really won that one. All right, this next one is a classic already. Instant classic. I actually saw uh, I should say what it is first. It's Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh I didn't watch okay. it. I saw a tweet, maybe you saw something like this where it was an AMC feeder in August and it still had Sonic posters like advertising the movie Sonic. It's got it had, longevity. Yeah. Um which is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Just in general. It can really uh, run far. It can go, it can run, it can run really far. It's got, it's got legs. Yeah. That's. Just like fast legs. <laughs> they can really go. Oh <laughs> they can really go far. <laughs> um, so where are you thinking lands? Um, where do, where do I think it lands? Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, it was released on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so probably a big date night flick. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of factors here I'm reasoning out. Uh, it's got Jim Carrey. Yeah. Got Ben Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Sonic. Um, hmm. It's a Sonic movie. Sonic movie. Uh, this is a key player in the realm of video games. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think we're going to position it at number two. Yeah, that's right. Two for, two for four. But two for yeah, four. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. success rate. Yeah, that's, that's what you want. That's Sonic almost passing. <laughs> well, you've got a couple left. So... Uh, you know, I think you, you'll get uh, probably from here on out, every single one is going to be correct. Uh, so yeah, it's at number two, uh, the second best movie of the year. You know, it's interesting looking at this list compared to last year. Last year, uh, the four of the five of the top five were Disney. This year, uh, without giving it away, uh, uh, the majority or none are disney so um 
you know, that's interesting, I guess. Maybe not. The next one is uh, Birds of Prey. Uh, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey or Harley Quinn. I don't really know the full title. I just know it's called Birds of Prey and it's got Harley Quinn in the title too. Um, you seen this one? I haven't seen this one. Have you seen this one? It's on HBO. I saw it recently. I think it's the last movie I watched. It's okay. It's all right. Recent movie that I've watched. I think I saw Stardust very recently. Mm. Based on the the Neil Gaiman book. Uh, Oh, I haven't uh, seen that. (laughs) Pretty good. It's a pretty good fantasy movie. Nice. Um, But back to Harley Quinn. Yeah. Mm. So Suicide Squad wasn't received pretty well. No. But people like the character, so I feel like that's got something to do with it. Yeah. So, so currently we have slot for eight and nine and one and two. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. uh, you, you have, you have uh, one, two, four, eight already taken. Oh. Yeah. What? Why did I think nine? Oh, because you said Doolittle was nine. And I no, said I no, it was four. Okay. That's true. Um, so we have hmm. I feel like Harley Quinn is going to be on the lower end of this list. I'm thinking mm. between probably within seven and ten. So I wanna say I feel like I'm gonna go with seven on this one. All right. Well, that's wrong. Failed uh, miserably. It's at it's number five. Uh, it's in the top five movies of the year, actually, and uh, that means it's also the number one comic book movie of the year. Uh, yeah, not by default either, because there's some others that came out. Uh, we'll talk about in a second. Um, pretty impressive. Uh, more more harley quinn sure says america and you know i mean fine (laughs) i don't really have an opinion uh the next movie is onward which is the last uh pixar movie and also the last movie i saw in the theaters uh but nick i got a confession uh i fell asleep like at the start just wasn't feeling it that day i went with the family they're like come on we'll go see a movie and i was like Ah, forget this. And for the first time ever, I took a nap in the theater. Uh, For the first time ever? Yeah, like I just slept for the whole thing, not knowing that I was never going to enter a movie theater ever again in my life. Uh, That was it. That was the last time. Anyways, it's uh, on Disney Plus now. (laughs) It is. I watched it on Disney Plus. Is it good? Uh, I don't know. I liked it. Uh, It wasn't my favorite Pixar movie of all time, Mm. but... um, I don't know. I felt like it was a good movie. I didn't sleep through it because I thought it was it was bad. But yeah, I, that was a reflection. That was more of a reflection of your sleep schedule. I was just tired. I just wasn't. Yeah. They woke me up early too, and I was like, "Man, I got my jacket. I just wore it like a blanket." The so, chair. Go yeah. back. So how? What was the duration of this nap? I'm curious. It was like from like like ten minutes in to like the the the, the climax. So Ooh. I saw. The emotional resolution, and, and the without high. much uh, buildup. No, but I was like, "Oh, I get it." So I'll probably never watch it ever, because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I understand." I've got the crux of this. Yeah, um, you know, it yeah. makes sense to me. Hmm. So where do you think it goes? Well, it's a Pixar movie. I feel like that's definitely got to give it some weight. Um, I'm gonna say that Doolittle fared far well than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the few films that uh, fit that like kids movie niche. So I feel yeah. like we're gonna <laughs> close off the top three. We've got Bad Boys for Life, Sonic the Hedgehog, boom, yeah. onward. Mm. Well, it's at number six. No. Yeah. Worse than Birds of Prey. Worse than Doolittle. Yeah. What happened was it got released and then Feather shut down like a week or two after. 
Um, so it just yeah. lives on Disney Plus now. Yeah. So, I mean, if I had known it was such a rare experience, I wouldn't have slept through it, I guess. Maybe I would have. Uh, the next one came out the same day as Onward. I, in fact, all these movies came out at a time where it was like, feathers are dead. They're, or about to die, rather. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty dramatic, wasn't it? I, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> there's a severity to your tone. Yeah. The next one is, I don't know if you even heard of this one, The Call of the Wild. It's Harrison oh, Ford. Oh, I have heard of this one. <laughs> it's Harrison With CGI bug. Yeah, yeah, that's the only no I have here. Harrison Ford and, and CGI, CGI dog? Question mark. Oh, and he talks to the dog supposedly. So I've never seen. I've never read the book. Never seen the film. I saw the trailer in the film. I did see the trailer. <laughs> so like, he looks got so a happy. We've got a nugget of information that we're holding on to. Yeah. Um, hmm. So, Harrison Ford. Hmm. He's got he's got that star power. He's got that uh that je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Indiana he, Jones. He looks really um, happy in the in the trailer too. Han Solo. I almost felt like that was a weird Han Solo moment when he was. There's a point in the trailer <laughs> where he, he's in the boat. With, with the dog, with the CGI dog. And he looks over at him and he, he says something to the effect of like, hold on tight. And then the dog <laughs> looks back at him and makes a dog noise. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like it was very evocative of the Han Chewie dynamic. Yeah, they, they knew what they were doing there. That was like the, uh, you remember Force Awakens when he's like, Chewie, we're home. That was that moment. That was Just, that. That was definitely that moment in the Call <laughs> of the Wild uh, uh, universe. Everyone cheered like, "Yes, Woo. yes, finally, the Wild has called." <laughs> yeah. So, uh, where do you think uh, it lands? Running out of slots here. So, I mean, the longer this goes on, and the more incorrect you are, it's just like <laughs> the more embarrassing it is, you know. I was going to say, I've like, it's just been a shameful performance on my you got, part. I'll tell you where you got. You got 10, 9, 7, and 3. 10, 9, 7, and 3 open. Mm-hmm. Well, this is getting progressively easier. Yeah. 10, 9, 7, and 3. I'm going to say that this movie has zero appeal, and we're going to put it at number 10. I feel like it's just been a dramatic failure well you're close it's at number nine at number nine <laughs> one off it's fared worse yeah um although it will make more sense when you hear it you'll be like oh of course um, okay uh don't don't want to give it away but uh next is the invisible man uh i i saw the trailer and i went oh kind of he's invisible An invisible actor. This is a, this is a new high for cinema. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, how'd they do it? They yeah, they saved a significant amount of money not hiring an actor for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the same could be said about uh, Lion King. They spent very little money on lions. Yeah, lion budget. It all like went few. I mean, it's cheaper, isn't it? I don't know. I don't think it's cheaper. I feel like if you they know, actually... <laughs> they're rendering the fur and they're like, oh, this is really saving money. Every single hair just gets rendered. I just imagine the guy who's just like being hired to put the hair on the line. Like, I can rent one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's my hair. I, that's my hair over there. You see we that? Need... <laughs> what if we just hire just one lion? We'll just replace Scar with a real one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Everything uh, else will be mocap. <laughs> like um like a reverse what was that movie called? Like a reverse life of pi? Is that <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. Um, um okay. So what was the the uh I lost it after Call of the Wild. The Invisible Man? 
Invisible Man, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like this has got to be the number three slot because it's a Bloomhouse Pictures movie. Um, pretty well received, I think. Uh, people thought it did decently well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And there's just a big market now for uh, for horror movies. I feel like now yeah. it's horror movies time to show. Now is the time to get scared. And people want to get scared. People are like, you know what? I just want to turn on the TV, put on a movie, and get scared for once. I just want to feel anxiety. I just think it's novel to just experience a little bit more existential dread. <laughs> um, That's why I'm putting The Invisible Man at uh, number three. Well, you're wrong. It's number seven. It's seven. Really? Worse than Onward, man. Uh, well, that makes sense. It got released later, so obviously. Uh, yeah, now you only have uh, ten and free so i mean it's 50 50. uh this next one is bloodshot with vin diesel uh it's a superhero movie kind of it's not like marvel dc it's uh um it's valiant valiant comics uh bloodshot uh did you see this i didn't I didn't see this, uh, but I've seen pictures of Vin Diesel, so I assume yeah. I've seen this. I mean, it's basically that, I guess. It's just, well, it's a million pictures of Vin Diesel kind mm-hmm. of all spliced together to make it look like he's moving around. What I understand it's about is Vin Diesel is like a super soldier, and they're like, oh, these guys killed your family. And he's like, man, I'm going to get them. I hate him. that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get them right now, man. Hold up. And he kills them. And then they, they erase his memories and then they go, hey, wake up. This guy killed your family and it's a different person. So And he's like, man, I'm going to get these guys now. I think that's what it's about. And then he's like, hold on a minute. I don't even have a family. Or something like that. I don't know. What do you think it is? It's 10 or free. So I feel like when we look at the other superhero uh, offerings of the year, when we compare this to Harley Quinn. Hmm. I feel like it is going to uh, be a flop compared to that. I feel like there's mm-hmm. not enough name recognition for uh, for Bloodshot. I feel like Vin Diesel does bring something to the table. He's uh, yeah, riding yeah. off of that uh, that Fast and Furious uh, zeitgeist. But I feel like ultimately it was going to be a low performer for him. I feel like we're going to put this at number ten. Number ten. Uh well Nick I gotta tell you and you're not gonna believe this, but it is not even on the list. I tricked you. It's not even there. It's not even on the list. It didn't even do as good as the Call of the Wild. Uh, oh, just a failure of a movie. Just a. I feel like if Vin Diesel were to have a CG talking dog friend. Yeah. This would have scored significantly higher. That's Maybe next. even surpassed Doolittle. That's the next uh, Fast and the Furious. They just all have dogs in the car now with them. I think that would sell. I feel like we should make another list where we just quantify the number of CGI characters, animal characters, and um, we just make a list. We rank it from there. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um Next is uh, a movie I found out about today. It's called The 800. It's a Chinese war movie. Okay. Um, it came out in August. Look, man, I'll be completely honest with you and with the 12, 50 people. A, a thousand, I'll tell everyone. I have no idea if China has their film theaters open or not. I don't really know what's going on. I don't know how successful it is compared to here. Um, But go ahead, Nick. That's all I know, man. That's all I know. I think, I don't know. I feel like we don't have the uh, enough knowledge. I think something that wasn't really marketed Mm -hmm. too heavily in the States. But it did better than Bloodshot. Yeah, (laughs) it did. (laughs) That's saying something. I mean, this is just Um, Chinese uh money too it's not worldwide at all it was just in china just in china just exclusively a china release but there's a huge box office in china so it Mm. could uh could surprise you 
Um, I think I'm going to put it at number 10. Though. All right. Well, Nick, it's at number three. <laughs> Better than better than Bloodshot, better than Carlo. Better than Onward, better than Doolittle, even. Yeah, it could not beat Sonic the Hedgehog. It could not beat it. Um, or Bad Boys for Life, uh, which is a, a massive failure on its part. But I mean, good for them that they got to number three, and it's it just came out like not even a month ago. Um, next on it's uh, the New Mutants, uh, which came out. Recently, uh, it's an X-Men film from Disney, but I mean, it's a Fox holdover or whatever. Uh, I talked a bit about it last week, uh, but uh, I don't know. You heard about it, Nick? I have heard about it. I heard that it was, uh, was struggling. Development lasted mm-hmm. about, I think, like three years. I think they filmed it in 2017, and um, yeah. it's just been... Taking a while for it to uh, to get off, essentially to uh, get edited, and uh, there were reshoots, I believe. Uh, but another superhero film. Uh, it also has um, a lot of big like movie stars right now. Yeah, Anya Taylor Joy. I don't know if she's uh, like a big movie X-Men. star. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's good. Uh, so, oh wait. Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious where this goes, but um, uh, this game should not work out. It's pretty obvious where this goes, Nick. But I mean, you can guess anyways. Yep, I'm gonna put it at number ten and get one right. All right. Well, you're wrong. It's not even on the list. I tricked you again. Oh. Uh, you. It's not even on the list. Terrible. I I got you again, man. Uh, just another another prank, free pranking, bro. That's what <laughs> that's what they should call it. Uh, number ten on the list is actually ten et, ten et, tenet, tenet, Yeah. So I'm. We're, we'll talk about that more in a bit because I do want to talk about it because I got a lot of thoughts if I haven't seen it. Um. But yeah, you know, there's a lot of movies still scheduled to come out this year. Uh, Wonder Woman, uh, James Bond, Black Widow. Uh, yeah. Pic- Pixar has Soul. Black Widow. Yeah. Dune. That's yet to come out. You seen Dune, man? I mean, I mean, it looks. I'm excited. It looks interesting. Uh, and of course, The Crudes, A New Age, from DreamWorks. Uh. That's out December 23rd. That's the only release day I have written down here. But I'm still looking forward to it. I'm still excited. Uh, the Croods meet a new family. Um, so that's really something to look forward to. Uh, now it's time for a segment that I call, uh, hey, just don't, just don't go to the movie. Don't, don't even think about going to the movies right now. Don't go. Just don't even think. Just don't even go. Stay home. Don't even go to the movies. Just don't. Uh, so, so thank you, Nick, for, for joining me again for this segment. Uh, you know, it's it's pretty successful. Uh, I mean, it, it was here last week, and now it's back again. Another was, hit. Another hit. I, I was like, you know what? The people want more of this. People want more of this. We'll share it with another person. Yeah. I mean, this is Fantastic. the. This is the. This is the. Uh, the, the Robert Downey Jr. of free parking, this segment. <laughs> so, uh, Tanette just came out in America September 3rd, and it launched internationally last weekend and made 53 million. That's what put it on the, the number 10 slot. Uh, the 10 net slot? Yeah. <laughs> I hope it stays there, man. Uh, we'll have to see next week what it makes in America. Uh... Nick, do you want to see it? Sure. Are you going to see it at the movies? Uh, you know, I'm thinking about the title of this bit. I'm thinking about... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm going to wait for it to, uh, to be streamable. I think so, too. I think that's a great idea. I, uh, I mean, look, would I want to go? Yes. Uh, you know, health is important. And I have never, ever in my entire life been like, yeah, the movies are the most hygienic place in the world. 
the last time I was in the movie theater when I wasn't sleeping, the floor was incredibly sticky for the entire movie. Uh, is that a place where I'm like, yeah, I want to risk my health? No, not really. They can say whatever they want, Nick, but uh, that floor was so sticky and it stuck to my shoes and it almost ruined Parasite. So, I mean, that's on them. You almost walked out with a parasite. Yeah. <laughs> um, weirdly, the safest option for Tanet would be to watch it at a drive-in. But if you're in a state where cinemas are still closed, Tanet just isn't playing at any drive-ins within that state. Uh, the director, Christopher Nolan, is very much like, this is the cinema movie. And I even saw a trailer on my phone today excuse me which was like it was a tv spot for tenant like a short 15 second thing and at the end it's like tenet or tenant tenant big movies are back and it's like what what and then it comes with your city name i've seen that yeah 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like big movies are back right here and it's like all right man oh, okay all right christopher nolan. nolan i know you're not looking at the the numbers here but what do you all right this is florida you know big movies are back um yeah man uh i i I don't know if it does well then that's gonna be a sign for all those other movies that they can do whatever they want you know they can just come to the theaters um i think that we should use it as a moment to uh maybe bring some of the movies back you know, maybe maybe we can give uh, another wide release to uh, Doolittle. Yeah. I mean, they're thinking really small right now. They're re-releasing, like, Avengers, Star Wars, Harry Potter. You gotta... Okay. Doolittle, uh, Bloodshot clearly needs a second shot. <laughs> Bloodshot 2. Um, uh, AB positive. Yeah. <laughs> And he's winking. He goes, hey, be positive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, New Mutants, I got to talk about it again, but it made uh, around 8.3 million in America and in total 11.2 million worldwide. Uh, it's rumored to have a budget of 67 million, though. And usually with film budgets, as I understand them, you have to multiply that mu- budget and that's marketing something like that where like at least half of it is double and put in marketing oh but you know i'm saying that this movie didn't do well because it had to do marketing for years uh big failure um obviously <laughs> just a just a dumb movie just a f f minus a, a failure it's just, barely a movie <laughs> Uh, more like old news mutants. Old mutants. Oh. <laughs> Those are the X-Men. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you know, I mean, this isn't a sign of, of people who want to go back to the movies. I think Tanet is more of a sign. Uh, and it made 53 million in the rest of the world compared to, uh, well, based on this math, uh, new mutants around the rest of the world only made like 2 million so I know I just did math it did 2.9 2.9 million uh, which is not very impressive at all so that's not good uh, another film that's out today September 4th when we're recording this is Mulan uh, I don't know if you've heard, Nick. I'm sure you have. It's on Disney+. Plus. I saw it, and you can pay um, a flat rate and then purchase the movie Yeah. Uh, to watch on For Disney+. Plus. $30, mm-hmm. which is a lot. Uh, yep. And I mean, when you think about if you're buying probably more than two movie tickets, though. Yeah. Out. But I'm, if I'm by myself watching it, I'd be like, this is... I mean, if you're like with a family, that I think you you'd be like, okay, well, I'd usually pay like thirty, forty something to go see it, so this is fine. Um, but uh, it, it's gonna be 
on Disney Plus, if you already own it, like Disney Plus, it's going to be on there for free in December, December 4th. So, uh, a lot of people, I saw a tweet that was like, well, I guess it comes out in December. Um, and I, and I said, oh yeah, I guess it does to my phone. Um, I know they're, you know, just in case they're listening. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know if anyone's, I don't know how to like see if anyone's like watching it. There's no real way. Cause that's that's Disney Plus's information, and they're not going to reveal it. Their metrics. I mean, they could just like it could be like one guy watches one minute, or like a hundred guys watch one minute, and they'd be like a hundred people saw Mulan, and it was awesome. Um, I should have used bigger numbers there, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and then you know another film that's coming out, and I'm talking about all these for a reason. I'm not just mentioning film for no reason. Uh, another film that's coming out is I'm Thinking of Ending Things by Charlie Kaufman. Uh, have you heard about it, Nick? Haven't heard about it. I've barely seen anything about it uh, because I'm not really a film person uh, anymore. I'm, I'm too tired. I'm a working man, Nick. Uh, but it's what's interesting to me is they're releasing these kind of award show movies on Netflix, which isn't new. You know, Roma... The Irishman, Marriage Story, they all came out on Netflix and then won awards. But uh, to be an Oscar-nominated movie before, you had to have a theatrical release, right? So they would put those movies in, in New York for like one week. And that was it. And it's like, it's like, oh, it counts. And now they suspended that rule because of COVID. So anything on streaming is fair game. Uh, and, and, and theaters. So I think that's interesting, you know, I mean, between that and Mulan on Disney Plus and Tenet, I mean, you got three things that are changing cinema, Nick. I mean, it's, this is historic. It's unprecedented. I wonder if uh, we'll see more um, on-demand simultaneously released, like, uh, Bill and Ted came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn so I wonder if that's going to be, if we'll see a lot more movies that are simultaneously released in the theater and um, like streamable, like on yeah. demand. I think that, um, I mean, there is no way right now to release a movie, like a big movie and not lose money. Uh, like the Disney plus thing is the closest way, but when you tell people it's going to be on there for free, in like a couple months, people are just gonna like. I mean, maybe if they put like Black Widow or something, it's gonna be different. Cause yeah, like, I think the demand is there. Um, one of the reasons I think that not a lot of people are talking about Mulan is they said that they are going to um, limit the like the big musical acts. Like you know how the animated Mulan movie mm-hmm. had a number of different songs that people remember. Uh, I think they were gonna scale that back for this movie. Uh, shoot for a little bit more of like a, a gritty, uh, more realistic film. I heard there were no, there were no songs in it. And then, yeah. Even the trailer has like a, a completely new female villain. And it's mm. like, who are you? Who's this? Um, and it is interesting. I feel like, I don't know. Have you seen any of the, uh, the remakes like uh, Aladdin or? No. I didn't uh, even see Aladdin until like the, the original Aladdin until like earlier this year. Um, uh, I, I, I think I saw like the early ones. I saw like Cinderella. <laughs> I saw Cinderella and um, I don't know. I'd have to look at a list, but I, I, I've, I've definitely seen some. Um, I think I saw The Jungle Book as well, which was also John Favreau. Um, yeah, I do think it's interesting though. Um, the direction that they took Mulan, just because it's, I think they're saying that it's more true to like the source material as opposed to a recreation of uh, the Disney flag. Yeah, I think that's better. Um, but also, I uh, like how do you how do you do that without like making people go, hey, where's Eddie Murphy? You know? <laughs> yeah, I definitely think you're gonna alienate some people there. <clears throat> like the whole time this movie was doing press and stuff and they're like 
uh yeah there's no love interest the guy there's there's a no music there's no eddie murphy no talking animals it's like whoa what is this i mean i would give it a shot personally if it wasn't thirty dollars uh you know i'm not i'm not making thirty dollars an hour or anything but um uh you know i i i it, it looked cool in the trailer it was like well this isn't the Mulan I know, but it looks like a movie that yeah, and I believe it has uh Donnie Yen in it. Um, super successful, uh, he was an Ip Man, he was in uh Rogue One, yeah, yeah, best part of that movie, just a great, uh, great guy. So maybe the whole film would be a great movie. I mean, Rogue One wasn't great. But that's that's a topic for another time, Nick. Uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, and are you gonna? If you want to go to the movies, that's okay. Uh, I mean, you do what you want, Nick. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not here to be like, hey, don't go, don't do this. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think I think I'm gonna hang tight. I think I'm gonna go watch some more Nicolas Cage movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're gonna be okay. That's that's what it's all about. The cage. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for joining me, Nick. And that's a wrap on this week's episode of Free Parking. Uh, I want to thank Nick for coming on, and I want to thank you for listening this far. Uh, this has been Free Parking for Hawk Radio. My name continues to be Gustavo Julin. If you want to hit me up, uh, as they say, uh, I'm on Instagram at Gus Julin. Uh, just, just like how it is in the title. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.